You are now listening to Tempo Podcast. some time today uh, debunking the excuses removing the myths and removing the misconceptions of entrepreneurship one universal truth is this that it is difficult only in the sense of um, sustaining a business or whatever venture you are pursuing but to create and start see that's the easy part This is Tempo Podcast, and I am Chris Thomas. We are in episode 11, Economic Base Part 3, titled, What is Your Relationship with Money? As most of you know, um, I'm an entrepreneur, so I am a extreme advocate for entrepreneurship, period. I firmly believe in the ideology of it. I firmly believe in the practice of it. I believe uh, that it reduces the stress of life to a degree because an entrepreneur establishes his or her own rules. We're not restricted due to time. We're not rushed to make quick decisions. And most importantly, no one else can dictate the tempo of our day or time. Entrepreneurship is controlling your personal economy. Because if you can control your personal economy, I'm talking about your personal assets, your personal liabilities, your personal investments, your personal expenses, your consumption of goods and services. If you can control these items, then your perception of the world's economy will not be negative. Why? Because you now operate at the momentum of your own personal economy. Your economy is not based upon how the market is doing. It is based upon what you can utilize and multiply. Most people complain about the world's economy because their personal economy is jacked up. I want to share with you a quote by Alvin Toffler. He said this. He said, the illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot learn unlearn and relearn. I'm going to say it again. He said the illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn and relearn. So the question of the hour is, what is your relationship with money? First, let's um, understand the four levels of income. Number one is linear income. That's trading hours for dollars. Number two is passive income. It requires no effort for you to earn. Number three, leverage income, recurring income based upon one workable action. Four, residual income, a measure of profit after expenses. 
I want you to understand your relationship with money for this sole reason, people. Entrepreneurship is not the business. It is the test of character. I'm going to say it a second time so you can get it deep down in you. Entrepreneurship is not the business. It is a test of your character. It's the mindset. It's the skill set. And it's the different set of rules you function by. Moore's Law says this, says information doubles every 18 months. So self-development and our character is the essential part of being an entrepreneur. What does that mean? It means once you obtain information that has helped you multiply something, once you achieve or once you complete your task, right? You must go now and discover what's next. You cannot stay the same according to Moore's law because information doubles every 18 months. Again, the illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. So, Now that you understand the levels of income, it is important for you to be able to create multiple streams based upon foundational knowledge and knowing how money moves in those four avenues of income. I do understand for some people gathering or developing an avenue to obtain money is a challenge. But I want you to know that obtaining money is not achieved from having money or being connected to money because money doesn't have emotions, but the pathways to get money is attracted to those with discipline and a keen sense of execution. Again, money doesn't have emotions, but the pathways to get money is attracted to those with discipline and a keen sense of execution. I want to share with you the four disciplines of execution. The first um, discipline of execution is this. Pinpoint the important things. For some of you, it may be your spouse that, you know, you that motivates you or you don't want to let them down. Um, it might be your kids or it might be a life situation that has happened that has showed you something about yourself. But whatever you do, pinpoint the important things first. The second discipline of execution is setting achievable goals. My advice to you is to make everything practical. Organize everything in a simple function. Schedule your daily movement. Schedule your daily activities. Arrange a lifestyle that produces something. The third discipline of execution is to get a council of wise and empowered people around you. In other words, people who are Uh, at a higher level in life than you are in all aspects of life. Get those people around you so they can encourage you, challenge you, and also inspire you. The fourth discipline of execution is creating responsibility. Now, because you have already organized the first three, the stage is now set in this phase, right? Because everything has been established by you. 
So if something wavers, right, or if something falls apart, it's not because of other people. It's because of you. In other words, you set a cadence of accountability for yourself. I want to add this. If you're desiring to be an entrepreneur or you may be already an entrepreneur. And you may know this because you are an entrepreneur. Most entrepreneurs have a high level of self-esteem. They have to, right? Can you picture an entrepreneur with low self-esteem? They wouldn't get they wouldn't get too far. You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in your mission. Even when things break down or when things fall apart, even when those around you can't see the vision or can't understand what you are explaining to them. The entrepreneur has to possess a supreme belief in his self or herself. And always know that they have come out on top. Let me give you six points to describe the framework of self-esteem. I had an opportunity to um, check out this book titled The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem. And I want to share these pillars with you. I believe, man, they are extremely helpful and important. The six pillars of self-esteem is broken down into practices. Like a doctor who has a uh, practice in medicine does not mean that they're always going to get it right, but they're going to do everything in their power to make sure the um, result is positive. So the first practice of, or the first pillar, I'm sorry, of self-esteem is the practice of living consciously. Simply asking yourself to be more or to do more pertaining to the things you have authority over. The second is this, the practice of self-acceptance. Improve what you can change. Stop worrying about things that you can't change. Stop trying to insert yourself into uh, things that does not produce what it needs to produce. Third, the practice of self-responsibility. Living with a conviction. Knowing you are responsible people for your own choices and your own actions. Fourth. The practice of self-assertiveness. Just be authentically you. I've never in my life mirrored my life according to other people, according to what I've seen on TV. None of that. I've always just remained who I was, no matter if people didn't understand, no matter if different environments or places I was at. It didn't matter to me what people thought. It mattered to me that I stayed me. The fifth practice is living purposefully. What deeply inspires you? Remove people, remove materialistic objects. What deeply inspires you? Number six, the practice of personal integrity is exercising your ideals, your convictions, your standards, your beliefs, and your behaviors into one direction, lining them all up to manifest who you truly are. Personal integrity. So in a nutshell, your relationship with money is based upon your development as a person. It's not dictated by the money you have in a bank. The entrepreneur understands 
uh, they need to be around three people. I spoke in episode nine about three different people that we need to be um, connected to. The first is generators, people who are able to create something, who is able to start things. Second, we need to be around distributors, people who are able to maneuver or to transfer information and also objects or items and things. And third, mobilizers, people who are able to bring things together and move them to different destinations. I want to throw a stat at you. Out of 7 billion people, only 5.6% are entrepreneurs. That's telling us something. In our society, our capitalistic society, we have employees and then we have entrepreneurs. But the scale was tipping in favor of the entrepreneurs rather than the employees. Why is that? Because the entrepreneur understands the four levels of income. The entrepreneur understands the four disciplines. The entrepreneur understands the six pillars of self-esteem. While on the other hand, there are people who do not understand the four levels of income. There are people that do not understand the four disciplines of execution. And most importantly, there were people who are struggling with the six pillars of self-esteem. Remember this. The world's economy is not the measurable for your personal economy. We need to control our personal economy. Because I found this out. When we control our personal economy. Our view upon the world's economy changes. But not only that happens. You now begin to dictate the tempo of your own life. No one can come to you and approve your vacation time. You don't have to call out. There is no hierarchy in the sense of you making money to provide for your family. There's no threat of losing your job because of the market or because the company is downsizing or because they're um, removing particular positions to downscale their operation costs. I'm trying to impress upon you the need or the necessity to now get in the driver's seat of your, of your economy, of your personal economy. No more dependent upon what a system can do or what a job can do for us. Because as we learned in 2020, that in the blink of an eye, all of that can be taken away from you. It's no better time than now to start to understand the four levels of income. It's no better time now than now to start to tap into what's inside of you. Tap into what you can put to your hand and multiply. Most of us have a vision or we have a dream pertaining to what we should be doing. But the only thing that's stopping you is fear. The only thing that is stopping you is because you're not aware of everything around you. So I want to make this appeal to you today. 
The illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. Can I be totally honest right now? Most of us have grown up from a inferior perspective or a subservient perspective. We've been taught for so long to be the best we can possibly be under an umbrella or under an organization or under a particular group of people or a person. Most of us have never been taught to think in a superior way, never been taught to acknowledge the confidence because we called it being arrogant or we called it being cocky. Um, but I use always use historical context. And what I've have the knowledge I've have gained and the things that I've have learned over these years have taught me that I have to acknowledge what I know how to do. I have to acknowledge what's in my heart. I have to acknowledge what's in my mind. And I have to take those things and practically build those things with my hands. Because in that concept, you will now be more productive. You will now be able to produce something that was once not there. And if you can do that, then you can be an entrepreneur. Hope you enjoyed Tempo Podcast today. You can subscribe on all podcast platforms and on our website at www.paysetmovement.com. Thanks for listening. And until next week, remember, create momentum, then dictate tempo.